know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! It's Ball Junk! <laughs> Episode 6, You Only Ball Twice. It's the gas man, Frankie Knuckles. Frank, it's my favorite time of the year! I have ne- It's Christmas all over again. It is. I can't wait for Sunday. It never fails to be one of the most memorable days of the year for me. You know, it's it's we're in the heart of the NHL season. We're in the heart of the NBA season. Baseball's just around the corner. We are days away from the biggest event in sports. And then we just passed the Royal Rumble as well. It's like all these amazing things are happening all at one time. It's the end of January, the beginning of February, and it's a great time to be a sports fan. And this is one time you can add into the mix, Olympics. The Olympics. I don't give a shit, but a lot of people do, and I'm sure you do. Sochi. We're going to have to have an Olympic special at the end. And when we get to the point where we talk about what we watched, it'll just be silence. (laughs) Or we can, maybe we should do metal predictions too. Oh my God, that's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, well, I'll just guess. Bullshit. No, I mean, uh, Norway is just going to clean up (laughs) in everything. And then also coming up, the uh, NBA All-Star game as well in New Orleans. Did you see who was voted into the game as a starter? Was it Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant voted in. He's played six games. Voted in. Kobe himself said this is a travesty. Yes. I I appreciate that. About I, I I was actually going to ask you about that if you respected uh, his thoughts about it, how he thinks it's more about the younger players now. Well, if there's if I I've said I don't mind Kobe for one thing, and it's his tendency to speak his mind and That's use true. swear words a lot. That's the one thing I like about him. What did you think of that photo with him and uh, Fifty Cent and Meryl Streep? I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No. It was uh, at a Laker game. Three legends in their respective businesses, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Undeniable. I don't know much about 50 Cent, though. The man has so much personality. It's oozing out. He was in uh, Escape Plan. He was. He which, was very great in it, wasn't he? <laughs> which, which I just watched. <laughs> I was like, ah, that's Fitty. He's terrible in that movie. Yeah, he's absolutely awful. So what's been going on? I haven't uh, seen you in a few weeks. Yeah, not a whole lot. No. Work, more work. Podcasts, video games, shoveling snow. Movies. I repeat that cycle. And films, watching yeah. films. Just and put it on. That's repeat. all I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a, pretty much what a lot of people do. Yeah, I, I kind of do the exact same thing. I work, do a lot of shoveling. Podcasts. I watch movies. Watch sports. I've been thinking a lot about moving away. Yeah. I hate snow. I know it's everyone on Facebook. Oh, enough of this. No. I'm done with winter. Well, I, mean, to, <laughs> I mean, those are corny, uh, repetitive Facebook statuses, but I really am really sick of shoveling. And I have to shovel more often than not my parents' driveway and my grandmother's driveway, and it, I'm just sick of it. So the worst, the, worst <laughs> the winter, triple it by three, and that's what I'm getting. I've had a, f- a couple of good years where there hasn't been really anything to do, so this year it's been... Well, this year is very similar to the winters that I had while I was growing up. It's, yeah. It's, it's a lot colder this year. There's a lot – or I don't know if there's a lot more snow, but the snow is hanging around longer. So I understand your uh, 
frustration. Uh, there is snow on your car. Have you even left your house in the last little while? I don't know when the last time it actually <laughs> snowed. I haven't left my house since Saturday afternoon. It's Wednesday evening. <laughs> wow. So like oh part, no no yeah Saturday afternoon. So you, you did your groceries and now you just you're all set. Yeah, kind of. I bought some stuff uh, for the weekend and then I work from home. Haven't left. It's cold out. I yeah. guess I technically left the door to put out my garbage. Oh, that's good. But other than that, you've been the clean- car has not left. The you've house. been cleaning because your as I said, your house smells delightful. Yeah, I'm always keeping this place clean. Really, it, it's, I'm it's I'm like excellent. Danny Tanner these days. I I cannot stop cleaning. The guy from Full House. Yeah, every other day I'm cleaning everything. It's becoming a little obsessive and compulsive, which oh. is no surprise for me. Well, you've done a wonderful job. Thank you. <laughs> this is probably the dirtiest room in the house, so, but it's still not bad. That's okay. So yeah, things are uh, getting busy in the in the sports world. Um, I briefly wanted to touch on uh, on the Royal Rumble. Everybody knows that I'm a wrestling fan, and and this has always been my favorite pay per view event. I would of, have to agree. Year. It's the best. You know, for those of you that don't know what it is, uh, basically it's uh, thirty men. They start off with two guys in the ring. Every ninety seconds, one other wrestler comes out, and you don't know who it's going to be. And then it just becomes this giant over-the-top rope battle royal. The match usually takes at least an hour, and it's very exciting. And the event was uh, on Sunday, and uh, kind of a a surprise winner. Uh, if you had told me a month ago that uh, Dave Batista was going to win, I would have said you're crazy. He doesn't even work for the company. But then he came back, and boom, winner right there. Are you a Batista fan? I used to be. Um, you know, he's not much more than just like uh, the big strong guy that kicks and punches. He's well, like Lex Luger. I decided to watch. I knew you were watching it. Right. I, I I do like the Royal Rumble. I decided I'd give it a, a poke for the first time in a few years. What you said about Batista is pretty much my problem with everything. Right. I feel like a lot of the wrestlers now are exactly the same. The entrance music is the same. There's a few that stand out. But even those ones aren't quite as interesting as the ones I remember from my youth. What about El Torito? Uh, was that the bull? The little yeah. bull? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, I The most memorable moment for me of the whole Royal Rumble was, I, I is it Coffee Kingston? Yeah. His Kofi. Re, Kofi. Yeah. His re-entry. Yeah, it was pretty I, good. I saw it coming, but yeah, yeah. it was impressive. It was pretty good. You saw the uh, the unexpected return of Kevin Nash. I did. I didn't know it was unexpected. <laughs> he looks awful. I thought he wasn't. But didn't look bad for a guy who's probably fifty or sixty. Years well, old. Then, that's when I, I guess. Yeah, it's not too bad for a fifty year old. But uh, you know, um, this was one of those the events where um, the fans kind of took control. I mean, you probably don't know exactly what's going on. Oh, I figured out the chance and right. what was happening pretty quick. So there's a, there's a guy named Daniel Bryan who everybody, all the fans love and they think, you know, they want to see him all the time. And for some reason, and this isn't just part of the storyline. This is actual management. They just don't think he's the guy no matter what the fans think. And, and they just lose their shit when, uh, when they don't get what they want. They don't get this guy out in the ring. It's pretty crazy. Do they think it's because of his angle, so to speak, that he's – I'm assuming that – I think you mentioned before – 
They're like an Ozark family or something like that. No, that's, that's different. A different guy. Oh, that's yeah. a different one. <laughs> well, but, like uh, he he was briefly part of these hillbillies for like two weeks, but uh, but yeah, you know, he's just like this guy that for some reason that everybody just loves. He's this short guy with a giant beard. Like he looks like a member of Pure Prairie League. He probably looks like most of the fans. Probably. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, for some reason they just love this guy and, and, uh, the company just doesn't seem to want to put this guy into the top spot. And it's, it's pretty funny and amusing to listen to. Anyway, uh, enough about yeah. the uh, wrestling. Well, other than that, it, I watched the whole event and. He's got to see Gold Dust. Briefly. Briefly. He yeah. was in, he was in the, the Rumble. Where our theme song contributors. Yeah, I regained the title. I never noticed it before, but the road dog. Yes, I think if you shaved your face right. and your head, you could. <laughs> think I could pass. Through? I noticed yeah. some similarities, well, not identical, but some similarities between you and the road dog. How about that? I'm nothing like badass Billy no. Gunn. However, um, I do. <laughs> what, res- what was this thing with his ass? I'm just remembering it now. What do you mean? Didn't wasn't there something about his ass? He well, would always have. Well, his name was Mr. Ass for a while. Oh, Mr. Ass, that's yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, I always respected, uh, and uh, Road Dog was a guy that thought far, far ahead because when he was in his prime, like in the 90s, um, he wore pants and a shirt in the ring all the time. And so now when he's in his, you know, his late, his early 50s or late 40s, he's probably completely out of shape. But his wrestling outfit is the same, so he doesn't look terrible. Yeah, like a lot of these guys look awful. That's a really good point. He was a, he was a forward thinker. Good call. Now, what about who's Fan, Fandango? Well, he's just a, he's a, he's a dancing. He's like a ballroom dancer. Oh, I, gimmick I just guy. saw the pre-interviews for the Rumble, and his was the funniest. Oh me. yeah, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> the elements that I miss from the WWE, I see hints of. In him, yeah. There's, there's, there's still a few of the comedic characters that you're not supposed to take seriously. I mean, it's not as good as it was when there was a garbage man character, you know, and there was the the guy that recited poetry in the ring and threw frisbees into the crowd. Oh, you know, the best. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those days so yeah. much. And now, speaking of old wrestling days and watching that stuff, are you interested, or will you be? subscribing to the wwe channel you mean the network the network pardon me <clears throat> well it's not going to be available in canada for like another year oh really yeah so it's only only in the u.s right now to start that seems like a bad plan is there a reason or um, so like th- anyone I, in canada is not going to be able to watch any of this stuff or is I there think different if, television if, well i think if you have you know like uh, the apple tv and stuff like that and okay there I mean, are ways yeah. to get around right. it um, but, uh, no, but for the most part, you won't be able to, uh, uh, subscribe to it in, in Canada. Although it's, it's something I, I probably would do just to be able to access, you know, those tens of thousands of hours of footage that they have. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that I kind of remember watching when I was a little kid and kind of be neat to revisit that and, uh, get to see a lot of the stuff that growing up in Canada was not available to us. Yeah. I, I'll have to see what the final product looks like and what kind of stuff is on there, but I'm even interested. Ten in bucks that. a month—that's not too bad. It's about Netflix, yeah, and uh, you, and you get all the pay per views if you if you watch the current product, you get all that stuff on top of it. So yeah, not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. 
So there you go. There's a little bit of wrestle talk for you people that keep bugging me that I don't talk about the wrestling at all. And hopefully uh, nobody else has just shut off the podcast. Maybe we should put a little uh, disclaimer to fast forward to the 13-minute mark or whatever. There will be wrestling talk? Yeah. (laughs) If you want to get past it anyway. So let's uh, jump right into the big event. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the Chicago Bears in 1985. Which is hard to find on the internet. It's not on YouTube at all. You have to go to break.com and a few other obscure places. Weird that it's not on YouTube. I thought everything was on YouTube. Someone owns the Super Bowl shuffle and they do not want it on YouTube. Wow. It's probably the fridge or Jim McMahon. Yeah. Just trying to get the music for it. No. Tough to find. (laughs) See, that could have been what our our review could have been. We could have reviewed the music video for the Super Bowl show. Yeah, I should have thought of that. But if you can't find it, you can't find it. So I guess leading up to the Super Bowl, you have your championship games and playoffs. Yeah, last weekend. uh, Two excellent games. Amazing. Not last weekend, two weekends ago. Yeah. Well, one was amazing. Well, I mean, yeah, the NFC game was very exciting, but I I enjoyed watching the AFC game. Uh, I wasn't crazy about it. The last five minutes got a little interesting, but up until then it was... What didn't you like about it? Just not very competitive at all. What do you think? Tom Brady was not playing well. He had a bad game. He missed a lot of wide open guys. Like when I talked about a couple podcasts where he's just overthrowing guys and whining on the sidelines, that's the Tom Brady I saw. That Saturday. That's a, what a terrible time for him to have a horrible game. His worst game of the year. Yeah. I'm so happy, though. Are you? Yeah, I hate Brady. You don't like Tom Brady? No, I hate the Patriots. They always beat the Bills. Yeah. They always, in the worst ways, fuck over the Bills. So I'm just, at least I can take some joy in that. If the Bills can't make the playoffs, I can revel in the Patriots losing in the championship game. So who are your top five most hated NFL teams? Ooh, Patriots. Yeah. Mm, Jets. Giants are up there. Uh, I don't know. There's no one in the AFC West I hate. Uh, this is tough. I, I don't really hate many other teams. No? I guess Dolphins, well, I was, <laughs> just by default. Yeah, sure. Uh, and maybe Baltimore. Just don't like the Ravens, eh? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's see, about it. See, right? I would say the Pats and the Jets and the Bills. <laughs> well, the Bills would be the team that I hate the most, followed by the Jets, and then probably the 49ers. Yeah? Hate the 49ers. And then the Pats. And then, I don't know. Doesn't I don't really have any. Maybe the Cowboys. Nice. Yeah. Mostly just Cowboys fans. Yeah, it's essentially that. That's the problem with a lot of those teams, especially when they go to Bills games. How many Pats fans there are now? Just oh, that just show dri- up drives me crazy. <laughs> there was a, a guy we we I work with was talking about who his favorite football team was to my friend, and he said, "Oh, uh, I was a Cowboys fan until about ten years ago. Then I switched to the Patriots." What? If that isn't like the definition of a front runner, I don't know what is. So there's your example. Well, then they're clearly not a sports fan. Yeah, I mean the the Cowboys haven't been 
I mean, even if the Cowboys were the worst team in the league for 10 years, you know, I mean, okay, well, maybe then that would be okay to like, you know what, enough of this. They're not trying. Jerry Jones well, isn't doing anything, but they haven't been that bad. I would say what they are now is almost worse than worse than being the worst team. Just being middle of the pack all the time. you're this close to the playoffs every year and just missing. That That's... uh a knife turn every year. So that's true. Well, they're, at least they're competitive. It's so disappointing and such a cock tease every season. Fair enough. Which is fun. But still, I mean, I, I don't think I could give up on a team if, if uh, at least they were competitive. I clearly cannot give up on teams that aren't competitive. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you, you stuck with the, I mean, you weren't even a bills fan when they lost four straight Super Bowls. That's true. You know, I mean, if you were a Bills fan at the time, I mean, you probably would have committed suicide by now. I did. You start did to become, suicide? No, <laughs> I did start to become a Bills, fans when, Bills fan when they were terrible, and they've been terrible ever since. So maybe it's my you fault. Were a, to, you were a football fan before that? I was a Raiders fan. And then I started. LA Raiders. Oakland, yeah. And then I started going to Bills games all the time and. And then you switched. Yeah. So the reason you switched was because you just I was started. Go- I was going to. You were going to the games. Tons of games in Buffalo. And you were just. It took about three years of going to a lot of games. And by then, the, I mean, the ultimate decision is when the Bills play the Raiders, who do you go for? Right. In that moment. And the first couple of years, I was still, in my heart, I was going for the Raiders. And then you can just feel it switch. The Bills made you want to shout? Yeah. I. They're playing the Raiders. And I'm. I really want the Bills to win, regardless of circumstances. How much of that was based on the beef on whack? Uh, it doesn't hurt. No. I'll have some wings, some whack. I indulge <laughs> pre-Bills a lot, and I love it. Well, that's all right. So are you going to indulge this Sunday? Oh, I'll be indulging. My, I attend my friend's Super Bowl party. I think this is the my 14th consecutive Lotto Bowl. Wow. Yeah. What is that? It's just the name. <laughs> he named his Super Bowl party and has incorporated the Roman numeral naming system into it. So, The I, Lotto Bowl. The Lotto Bowl. What does Lotto have to it's do? It's just uh, his nickname. Oh, okay. So he, he's he been adding beef on weck to the menu. Mm. Homemade, delicious. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'll be having weck, wing, the two food groups. That's <laughs> What, uh, you know, like huge TV, I'm guessing, big crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the same group of guys that have been getting together for, I guess, 14, 15 years. So, are girls allowed? Absolutely not. That is the first, a couple times they showed up and they just ruin it. <laughs> if you, if you have a Super Bowl party and there's girls there, you are doing something wrong. Wrong. What if what if the girls are like actual football fans? Like they, one of them's got a Richard Sherman jersey, and she's got the black stuff under her eyes, and she's pumped to watch the game. I would say that's worse. That's worse. Yeah, because they're clearly posers. And posers. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. No, they might say they do. It's just if it fucks with the dynamics. Really, it's a bad idea. If it's a girl oh. that enjoys farting. And talking about gross things and no holds barred conversations, then maybe. But I would have to advise against it if right. someone were to ask me. So, does does these do these things always 
happen at these parties? Like, do you have? Oh, these- chili served every year, and uh, there's a lot of farting that takes place. <laughs> what are you guys eight? Yeah, <laughs> it's super. It's I every year. I say this every year at Laudable. I've never laughed as hard as I have that year, except for that day. I have the best, one of the best days of the year. And wow. it's, it, it never, it never <laughs> ceases to be amazing. Laudable. I, I can't wait. I, the gambling, the food, <laughs> and mostly just a group of friends that know each other inside and out and <laughs> inside. <laughs> and we, we, we just know what, each other thinks it's funny, and it is one of the best days. Cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. Laudable. No girls allowed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please feel free to add in the comments whether you have girls at your Super Bowl party. Do strippers count? No, definitely they are not allowed. They're not allowed. No. Why not? They're girls. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Wow! After you, the Super Bowl's over, anything goes. But during the Super Bowl, keep it tight, keep it right. What about during the halftime show? Mm, no, no, no. A girl's allowed to bring in like drinks or extra food or something, and then leave the room promptly. I'd feel like that uh, is demeaning. No. <laughs> To let them in for a glimpse of, of the party is just not, not right. That's not right. It's not tight. It's not right. So just, uh, uh, what, what was that for Married with Children? What was the group? That no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this is a rule for all parties. It's just a rule for Super Bowl parties that I think should be enforced. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. This was the the second big laugh I've had today. Yeah. As I was, uh, I, I stopped to grab something to uh, eat uh, before I came here because it's dinner time, and uh, so there's this uh, there's this pizza place in Hamilton just uh, on on uh, Upper James or I'm sorry James Street and Burlington Street. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh, it's run by uh, I'm assuming is an Asian family, and so. <laughs> I go in there and I ask for a slice and they go and they, they put it in the oven and there's this really, really old man and he's he's folding up like the pizza boxes, like delivery boxes. And I'm assuming he's like the grandfather or something. And uh and he, he folds them up and there's like on top of uh the counter there's a shelf and there are these huge stacks of all these pizza boxes that have already been pre-folded. And so right on the one end is where he is stacking so he he gets up from his seat and he's got only two, only two. And he's, he's reaching up and he's trying to get them on the, the shortest stack. And you can probably guess what happened. They all fall. They, they all <laughs> can tipped off this one shelf and like they just came crashing down. There's probably like a hundred pizza boxes crashing all over That's the floor, amazing. and so this this uh, this woman comes out and uh, and she sees and and uh, from the back and in a language I clearly don't understand starts like verbally berating this <laughs> this poor old man it gets for, better for tipping over all the pizza boxes and she's yelling at him in this crazy high pitched voice and then at the back comes a woman that's even older and she begins to yell at the 
old man as well. And he's just standing there and he's very slowly starting to pick up all the pizza boxes. And like there are customers standing behind me waiting to be served. And we're watching these two women yell at this old man. And then from the back, an even older woman comes out and she starts yelling at the old man, who I'm assuming is his wife. And did then, you the, were you laughing there or did oh, you continue? I was well I was holding it in but the tears were running down my face cuz it was the most ridiculous thing I had seen in a long it time. It almost feels like an episode of What Would You Do with John Quinones. I don't know what that is. No, it's like a show on ABC where oh. they stage situations. Oh, okay. And s- see what will people do. I feel like you should have said something. You should have. This is not right. He's just trying to fold pizza boxes. No, it was just really funny. I kind of enjoyed Notice watching him. There's the three at. women yelling. At him. Yeah, that's true. He needs to go to Lotto Bowl. <laughs> get <laughs> and, a, get a release. This <laughs> and it was, like this was probably maybe the first or second time that I was pissed that I only owned a flip phone and I couldn't yeah. record any of this as it was happening. That would have been good. Oh yeah. Like, it was just the fact that a third person came out and was yelling at this poor old man. And uh, I really wish I understood the language that they were speaking. Yeah, you could have had a translator, too, if you you recorded it. That would have been great. Poor guy. And, like, you knew it was going to happen, and he only had the two boxes. And He's probably not even getting paid. He's just No, no, he's probably just helping out. But it probably took him an hour to slowly pick up all those boxes because he was old and decrepit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good day. Ah, That's a great day. So you gamble at this lotto bowl. Uh, Yeah, the typical squares. I've got about about three or four squares pools going so far. Wow. I won my annual spread pool, which is guessing, picking teams with spreads every week. Or, sorry, came second place out of 500. Well, that's pretty good. But, yeah, I was amazing. Especially in the second half of the season. Did you say it was amazing? I was, or I, 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 was, I, was, I amazing. was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a cool. Unfortunately, it's not an expensive pool. It's only $30 to get in. So I only won 850 but. I wish 850 is 850. I'm pretty happy about it. And I'm thinking about trying to get a little leverage out of that 850 and bet on the Super Bowl more than I normally would. I usually end up gambling about 150 bucks. Thinking about pushing it this year. I got a really good feeling about this one. And I will say this. The past five years since we've kind of gotten familiar with online gambling, we've bet on the Super Bowl. And I have been wrong every year. I've lost every single year. Are you going to put a dollar amount the same as Floyd Money Mayweather is? I doubt it from what you've told me. I heard today that uh, the rumors are saying that he put over $10 million on the Broncos. And he's usually a pretty good gambler. And I really, really want to bet on the Seahawks. I think they are going to destroy the Broncos. I just, uh, you know, defense usually reigns supreme in cold weather games. And this game is being played outdoors in New York at the beginning of February. And Peyton Manning is not great in the cold weather. (laughs) So, I mean, everything is kind of stacked up with uh, Seattle, which is unfortunate because, you know, we both did pick the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. And, we really should have seen that coming. Which? The super the outdoor game in New York City yeah. in February. 
We didn't really think about that. I didn't. I'll be. I'll be honest. No, I didn't. I didn't think about that either. But like, I really want the Broncos to win. I really want the Seahawks to win. They're my third favorite NFL team. I have no problems with favorite NFC team. I have no problems with any of the players or the fans or the city of Seattle or the Seahawks name, you know, no problems. I just really, really dislike Pete Carroll. Yeah, but I'm not crazy about him. I just... Do you know why I dislike Pete Carroll? Uh, you may have told me, but refresh my memory. It's from the, the, the infamous Monday night game against Green Bay with their replacement refs. The last oh, okay, time yeah, the refs, yeah. those replacement refs, because not only, like, he's a smart guy, so he knew that it was a touchdown. He knew it wasn't an interception. He knew that he had lost the game, but he celebrated like they had just won the goddamn Super Bowl, knowing that yeah. they just caught a break. And for some reason, that just rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, he did like a crazy fist pump in the air. I mean, what a D-bag. Yeah, I'll tell you what rubs me the right way. Oh, the lime green in those jerseys. <laughs> Just beautiful. Spectacular. I cannot wait is it, to see. Is it in the, the cheek of the Seahawk? Is that what the, the green is? The eye. The eye. Right. Amazing. They'll be wearing their gray uniforms. <clears throat> Not my favorite. Right. Might influence the line a bit. So who's the halftime show again? Oh, the incomparable Bruno Mars. And, and they've added the Red Hot Chili Peppers, probably because no one people else were snapping yeah. when they saw Bruno Mars. So are they going to be playing with Bruno Mars? I have no idea. I think it's just going to be one of those rotating medley right. things. When, when they had Aerosmith and Christina Aguilera. Sure. And who's the other? They go together like High Sea and Turkey. No, it was Britney Spears and Aerosmith yeah. and Nelly. Could be. And they all got together and did a song at the end. Walk This Way? Probably. It was probably Walk This Way. I think way. so. I don't know, though. I don't remember. I don't remember. Many either. halftime shows, especially the recent ones. I do remember the most memorable for me is the Michael Jackson one. When, That's, was, when was that? It was a, a, one of the first Super Bowls I ever watched. Oh. And... It was crazy. He would just, he was completely still for five minutes and then he moved his head and the crowd went insane. Wow. And this was when Michael Jackson was just an astronomical superstar. And that's what I'm always comparing these acts against. And I just can't believe the disparity. Really? When I think of how big he was at the time. And the last few years, or maybe not all of it, but I mean, the. I thought Springsteen was great. I thought The Who was great. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even mind the Rolling Stones, Tom Petty. Tom Petty was good. But it just... The two previous it doesn't years, feel was the that same. Madonna and was Beyonce? Jan yeah, maybe. Janet Jackson. I don't know how long ago that was, that was a while at this ago. point. Nipplegate? That was yeah. a while ago. Yeah. But I don't... Whatever. So the incomparable Bruno Mars. <laughs> what a star. Um, I don't know if I know... I, I probably know his songs. I just don't know that... That's you those do, songs are by Bruno Mars. You'll know them when you hear them on Sunday. Oh, I, I'm sure I will. Do you have Muzak at work? Is it pop, <clears throat> popular Muzak? Sort of. It's 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 like uh, silent music specifically to the company. It's got subliminal messages telling people to buy books. Yes. Embedded tones that encourage purchasing. Yes. 
And, and then I think they, they probably play a lot of book songs as well, like The Book of Love and Reading Rainbow theme song. My Baby Loves a Bunch of Authors by Moxie Fruvis. Do you even know who that is? Yes. Do you know the song? No. Okay. That's all right. It's <laughs> all right. Yep. So, yeah, so I'm going to a Super Bowl party as well. I'm not going to Lotto Bowl, but uh, something similar. You know, there'll be the squares and there'll be a big spread of uh, food. I think there will be girls there, though. That's that's fine. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Try to make do. Do what you can. I, I have Maybe no problems with co- it. a nice corner. <laughs> and face the corner or... <laughs> Face the TV, but right. you know, we we usually do an annual uh, uh, pickup game of snow football. Oh, that's in fun. the afternoon. Normally, someone gets severely injured, so that's kind of a tradition. I hope it's not you this year. Nah, me too. It was very cold last year. It's going to be much colder this Sunday. At least you should still have some snow. Like, do you play tackle, two hand touch, two hand touch? We yeah. don't want to. We don't want to die. Well, when you said guys got injured, I thought maybe. Well, just played. from slipping because yeah. it's, you know, people are just wearing their running shoes. And a lot of these guys don't really do any exercise other than that thing <laughs> once a year. So I get you. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, last year I wore shorts. Really? Yeah. Scored four touchdowns. It's pretty good. Yeah. Although the guy covered me. He yeah, he's terrible. no Richard Sherman. No. It doesn't no, sound he, like he, it. He, it's not very fast either, so. So you're taller, faster. Yeah, more agile. It was, it was, you know, it was unfair, but I took advantage. You got to right. Do what you can to win. Yeah, I would have to agree. You can't not try. That's even more insulting. No, I'm just like Kobe. Do whatever it takes <laughs> to win. I learned from the best. I s- even he has a tendency to go overboard sometimes. I think. That's true. Maybe not the best mm-hmm. example for that type of behavior. So this this game, um, how how do you think you would rank this game? Like, where's your excitement level for this game compared to other Super Bowls in of recent past? It's up there. Yeah, uh, I like I said, I like the Seahawks. The narrative, quote unquote, of Peyton Manning is interesting. So there's some legacy implications there. Those are the buzzwords. I was watching NFL coverage all day today. Right. Narrative, legacy, all these words keep coming up over and over again. It's so boring. And uh, I'm hoping Peyton Manning's legacy ends up in the shitter (laughs) by the end of the game. You don't like Peyton Manning? Uh, I don't dislike him. I just think it'll be fun to beat up on the guy. Do you not think he's a good quarterback? No, I think he's very good. He's the greatest regular season quarterback of all time? Yeah, he's got a lot of talent surrounding him, too, every year. But it, it, what he can do as a coach on the field is undoubtedly impressive. So Omaha! Omaha! <laughs> does do that a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've, I'm pretty, pretty excited. The Richard Sherman thing, as cliche as that is, did help. It did. Oh, it was amazing. It, I loved it. Oh, he, he became Michael P.S. Hayes from the Fabulous Freebirds. Like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm extremely excited with that dynamic. You know, and and a lot of people are upset about it, and and some people say that you know that 
the interviewer Aaron Andrews should have had more control of the interview. What 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 control? She asked him what he thought of the game, and he started talking. What is what else is she supposed to do? Yeah. Interrupt him? If no. Any, if anything, I think she should have pressed more. Yeah, and they were the one that took it away from her. Yeah, let him keep going. Yeah, That's yeah. good TV. Absolutely. She would have been shit on as a as a journalist if she had interrupted him. It was perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was great. I thought she was good. I thought she handled it perfectly when he said, don't nobody talk about me. And she was like, no one's talking about you. Who's who's talking about you? (laughs) Crabtree, sorry-ass receiver. He's a sorry-ass receiver. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Especially with the hype around Crabtree and uh, Harbaugh calling him the greatest catcher in history. That's a bit of an overstatement. A little bit. So it all added to that moment. To me, at least I'll remember that NFC Championship game longer than I remember most NFC Championship games because of that. For the people that uh, who don't follow sports but still listen to the podcast because they love our sweet baritones, um, maybe we should put a link of the Richard Sherman post-game interview somewhere in the notes yeah, or yeah, something because I think it's worth watching because it's awesome. <laughs> and it really does. It hypes up the, the game even more so. For me, anyway. Yeah, because if uh, like I don't, I don't know the kind of trash talkers that Denver has, but whoever Richard Sherman is covering, if that person makes a great catch and scores a touchdown and beats Sherman, I mean, there's going to be some kind of trash talk that's happening right after that that everybody's going to be focused on. Yeah, I want to see how Welker plays too. I'd love to see him choke again. <laughs> I, I basically just want to see. See guys blow it. I, more than anything, I just want to win some money for once. Right. I never win. So then you shouldn't bet on the Seahawks. I have to. Every everything is telling me that they need to be bet on. It'll be your fault if they lose. Could be. Just so you know. Could be. Maybe I should go the opposite way. Emotionally hedge with the with the Broncos. The problem is what will happen there. The Broncos were favored by two. I don't know where the line is now. The Broncos will win by one, and I'll get fucked twice. Probably. Double fucked. Oh, yeah. Don't need that. Two ways. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited. How about you? Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 like, my team never plays in the Super Bowl. They've, the very first football game I watched was the Dolphins versus the 49ers, 1984 Super Bowl. And that's when I decided to start cheering for the Dolphins, and they've never been back since. And is that where your hatred for the 49ers started? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes, it has. That was a seed. It was. It, it was planted, you know, in, in my uh, nine-year-old eyes. So, All right. Well, let's – in terms of the game itself, what about final – you want to guess the score? Oh, um, I'll say Seattle – 31-14. I was going to say the exact same score. Shut up. I swear to God. I was in doing my garbage on Monday night in, in the garage, and I'm thinking, hmm, I th- 31-13 sounds right. But Oh, no. Sorry. That's what I, I, I settled on 31-13. Oh. Because okay. I was like, oh, two touchdowns. Yeah, I think I think maybe they'll get in the red zone three times and two field goals. So, Sorry. 3113. I said 31-13. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I I can't see Denver winning in the cold. I just, you know. 
you know, if they do and they prove everybody wrong, all the power to them, you know, congrats. But I just don't see it happening. Do you think people think we're kind of hedging here, saying we predict we both predicted Denver to win at the beginning of the season? Yeah. And now if we predict Seattle now, we can always fall back. Well, if anything, we were right at the beginning of the season. Well, I don't think so because we just said that neither <laughs> one of us realized that the game was being played in New York. And if we had thought about it back then, I wouldn't have picked the Broncos. Well, I, I did pick them for that reason because my pick was Denver versus Atlanta, which is a stadium. Uh, t- I think I did consider it because uh, they're an indoor team exclusively. That's what makes their high-octane offense. I run. see. So uh, They didn't really have that at all they, this year. They both would be hating the outdoor game, but Denver at least plays outdoors and slightly colder temperatures sometimes. If I had thought about a little more about the cold weather, I, I probably would have picked San Fran to beat Denver and I was yeah. pretty close I guess in the final two teams yeah solid picks yeah I was I was pretty happy about that but uh, so there's some other things going on uh, uh, involving uh, the Super Bowl and some of the teams that are playing that I wanted to run by you and bring to your attention if uh, if you had heard about it at all I can't wait all right <clears throat> so the one thing I don't know if you saw and uh, it was on Deadspin Great website, by the way. Um, there's a guy that before the NFC game, before that game, he got a Seahawks Super Bowl champion tattoo. Okay. Actual permanent tattoo before they even were in the Super Bowl. Now, my first thought is, which Super Bowl is this Roman numeral wise? And did he get the actual logo for the Super Bowl? Or did he get... He he got the he, he has like, the Roman numerals on the tattoo. Yeah, and you know it looks like it's XLV III. So we can't even if it was XLV, I'm like, well, you got three more years. You can right. add an, an I each year until they get it. And so you, you see, you've, got, you've got it up now. Yeah, you got yeah. three years. No, not not just what Super Bowl it is. Oh, so okay. I, he had a little play, but you know you got a you got a problem if they don't win. And like the kicker here is not only did he have it done before the NFC Championship, he got it done at the beginning of the regular season. Really? That's how confident he was in his team. <laughs> Does it say how big the tattoo is? Is this something you can just turn into something else later? No. Like that's the thing. He was so confident that and you know I gotta see this. Tattoo. It's true. And and if it's not like he can add another eye. He's if they don't win, he's totally screwed with this fucking tattoo. It's insane. His name was Tim Connors, and some people may think that he's an idiot for getting this tattoo, but I respect the confidence that he has in his team. Yeah, that's a that's a decent sized tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> on the forearm. Tim Connor. <laughs> Just looking up Tim Connor. He's funny. Yeah. Good on him. It's crazy though. I mean, I I don't think I could ever be able to do that. I've got a lot of tattoos. I'm a tattoo guy. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I could. I, I, I wouldn't do that. Well, I couldn't make that that prediction. Although I will get a tattoo if the Pelicans ever win an NBA championship. Wow. Will your tattoo be of King Cake Baby? <laughs> no. But we'll get to that okay. a little bit later. I, I teased on Twitter that we were going to be talking. The Super Bowl, the Royal Rumble, and King Cake Baby. So we'll get to that just a, a little bit. The other thing I wanted to talk about is um, I the the shitty thing about uh, 
living up in Canada is we don't get to watch uh, Fox Sports and Fox Sports 1. Um, they're two lead sporting anchors, Jay Onra and Dan O'Toole, who are famous on uh, TSN, I think are hilarious. And I, you know, I really enjoyed watching their, uh, their, their episodes of Sports Center and uh, listen to their podcast. I think they're hilarious. And so now they're on a Fox Sports 1. And I think Fox Sports 1 is, is doing a lot of interesting things when it comes to presenting sports. They, they, they take a, a humor aside to a lot of things. So uh, what Fox Sports did is they got a bunch of uh, Seahawks fans and uh, they uh, invited them to the studios to watch last uh, two weeks ago the NFC championship game. And, uh, you know, they – I'm sure they thought they were going to get this, you know, amazing day of watching the game at the studios and, you know, they, they had all kinds of snacks laid out for them. And then, uh, they were told that, uh, they could win $5,000 if they could manage to watch the entire game in complete silence, not cheer, not do anything. And these are all like crazy diehard Seahawks fans and their team was playing in the NFC championship. And that was probably really hard to do. Do you think you could? You think you could watch the Bills in the AFC Championship and not make any noise in in a room full of Bills fans with snacks? I think I could. You think so? But you never know. Those instincts or guttural type reactions. Who knows? There's a video out there of them watching the game, which is pretty damn funny of watching them react without being able to make any noise. But the unfortunate thing is, they blew it. Were they allowed to tape their mouth shut or no? That's what I try to find some way to physically Loophole. prevent myself. You would from just me. like needle and thread and stitch your <laughs> lips closed. Whatever it takes. Whatever. <laughs> for five grand. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't do it. It's unfortunate. The very last play of the game, they blew yep. it. Richard Sherman blew it for them. Well, I'm sure they were. There. How many of them were there? Uh, I think about eight. Okay. So decent chunk of change. 500 each. No, yeah. bit, no biggie. Fuck it. I'm sure they were still happy with the experience. I would have got there and said, fuck you. I'm cheering. Keep your money, piece of shit. <laughs> Just more nachos. Tell me not to cheer. As long as they bring more wings and whack. I'm going to drink $500 worth of beer and get my 5000 that way. Beer and food. That's a lot of beer. Well, they probably had good food. Eat a lot, a ton of it. Still a lot. Yeah. 500 between eight Between... Eight guys, I think you can make a dent in five Gs. What if it was sponsored by like Del Taco or something? How about this? If you pay me $5,000, I won't go shit all over your, your bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'd flip it on them. Flip the story on them. Is that something you do with the Lotto Bowl? No. No? But you know, they think you're powerless. They're putting you in low to the ground. Flip the tables when you can. It's all all about fun. <laughs> no. It doesn't have to be so serious. <laughs> Jesus. Take Sorry, it I'm easy. Getting, getting angry. Are you? No. So uh, tell me about your uh, your most memorable Super Bowl moments. Uh, I don't have a ton that actually relate to the games. One I can think of is. Are they all about parties and no women? Yeah. Well, my one friend who was going to win the squares pool at the party and was kissing. We have like a little fake trophy. He was kissing the fake trophy and gloating and rubbing at everyone's face. And it was 2004 Super Bowl Bucks Raiders. 
And I think Gannon threw an interception at the end of the game. Didn't he have like six interceptions that game? Don't remind me. (laughs) (laughs) That's another one. I guess they both happened at Super Bowl night too. At halftime, I was a Raiders fan, had my face painted. Oh, face painting. Had like these black and silver pants and burned them at halftime because I thought they were bad luck. Took them to the park across the street and burned them. You burned your pants. (laughs) I did. Did you have extra pants? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And some shorts or something, but they needed to get burned. Wow. That was the bad karma. I was you, convinced. You set fire in a public park. I did. The, the material was not that organic. It did not burn well. <laughs> no, did, did anybody get cancer from inhaling the smoke? No, we're all, we don't know yet. Oh, okay. It's still early. Uh, and then at the end of the Super Bowl, the, Gannon throws a touchdown. My friend is gloating, reveling, and winning $500. And the pick happens, and it was amazing. The, the whole place just erupted when he lost. I would too. Gloating, man. <laughs> it was. No one thought it could happen. And really, if I was a coach, I'd be telling. It, it was such a big lead that I guess the Bucks player didn't care. But you like get down, don't. Just do whatever you can. Just don't run and fumble and give them the ball back. Yeah. But he decided to run it back in. Perfect. Ran it all the way in. Yep. Crazy. I don't remember that at all. I That's about all I really remember as a crazy moment. Right. I remember watching the movie Abducted after the Super Bowl and it being one of the, the highlights of my life. It's this terrible Canadian horror, not slasher, but stalker movie, and it is hilariously bad. Oh, okay. That probably is my favorite Super Bowl memory, watching Abducted. Wow. <laughs> I had heard about this. My friends used to quote it all the time and as a joke, and I had no reference, and I didn't know if it was going to be overhyped, but Abducted lived up to the to the hype. Wow. See, so uh, not even football-related. Abducted. Wow. <laughs> See, of course, I remember the 84 game because it was the first game that I really yeah, I was a little young for that. Probably were. Yeah. Um, I remember with such glee – the four straight Super Bowls that the Bills lost. Mm-hmm. I That's probably my first memory of the game itself is the wide right. That, I think right. that was the first Super Bowl I watched beginning 10. And like, and hating the Bills for as long as I have, you know, that, that wide right. I, I, we're all watching it at my friend Kai's house and, uh, and uh, he was actually lying on the floor. This is, and it was an old TV we were watching on. This was, what, 90, 90? 1990? 90 or 91, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, just as Norwood kicked that ball, he reached up with his foot and changed the channel. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> fucking went crazy. Intentionally? Or, no, intentionally, yeah. yeah. And then we you know, flipped it back, and he had missed, and it was, you know. It was his fault. Yeah, the first of four straight years of me celebrating at the end of the Super Bowl. And then uh, the next year against uh, the Washington Football Club with uh, Mark Rippon as the quarterback and Canadian Mark Rippon is he? I, yeah. I didn't even know that. And uh, yeah, they they beat the Bills, and then uh, the following two years, although I didn't, I wasn't really a Cowboys fan. You know, watching the Cowboys win back to back over the Bills was very very exciting for me. Yeah, I I remember tons of moments from all those games. Some that come to mind the. Uh, the BB hustle play. Oh, uh, yeah. It was impressive. That was awesome. Leon Lett was carrying the ball, yep. was he not? Yep. 
even the last few Super Bowls have been amazing. Great games. So the blackout. That was yeah. Fantastic. And the Destiny's Child reunion last year. <laughs> oh god. That's two amazing things in one oh, game. I guess last year was Beyonce that we were debating. Yeah. Last yeah. year was Beyonce. Uh and then I still remember the the two Patriots victories, second two against Philly and Carolina being amazing games as well. Specifically the Carolina game. Right. Was fantastic. Uh Steelers Zona, amazing Super Bowl. Just I, I um I guess the worst one that I can remember is uh Bears Colts. That's the one that Yeah, that wasn't very seems good. like a real stinker. Yeah. Um I was in Montreal for the uh um the Giants uh win with uh, David Tyrese making that crazy catch. Yeah. Um that's the one thing about uh I spent a lot of Super Bowl weekends in Montreal because the the Canadians play uh, afternoon games. On Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Do they always wear that amazing barber pole jersey for that game or just sometimes? Uh, just recently was the when one... they had their anniversary. I love, I love that jersey. Great jersey. Do you have one? I think I've asked you this before. You have asked me one and I don't have you one. You got to get one. I might get one. Right. You know, I got a lot of jerseys. <laughs> I got a lot of game worn autographed jerseys. So, you know. Yeah. Got to pick and choose. Yeah, fair enough. I got I got lots. I don't. Uh, I don't go crazy with the merch like you do. Maybe you go crazier, potentially. If you have that many game worn jerseys. Yeah, I got a I got a prom. I got an autographed Mike Keen jersey. That is going too crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up though is Pelicans at Raps. Are you excited? I am very excited. See the Pelican Pelic Pelicans Pelicans live and in person for the first time. The Pellies, Pels, the Pels, yeah. going with the Pels. Pelicans. The flock? I go, I go full name. Don't like the flock? Cans? No. Pelicans. I, re- I like to respect the bird. You do, eh? Yeah. So are we done talking about the Super Bowl? I think so. Our picks are in. Our picks are in. Very similar. I can't believe I. The snacks are ready. For a second, it almost made me think, is that what I thought? I was going to. It, it was very close, which scares me. Does it not scare you? What's. Well, a little strange that of all the numbers in the world that we could have chose, we we almost identical. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, I just remember for sure I thought thirty one thirteen in the garage doing my garbage because it was a palindrome as well, which excited me. Right. <laughs> See, I I think you know a lot about football and you know more about football than I do, so either. I know a lot more than I think I do, or you don't know anything about football. <laughs> I think I don't know anything. Although I've been good at <laughs> guessing spreads, as I said, over the last three years. I've gotten pretty good. I was in first place in this pool until the last two weeks last year, and I just choked so bad. How uh, how long have you been doing this spread pool? Uh, I guess since 2000 and. Four nine years. So, do you have your uh, your spread picks ready when you listen to the Monday episode of the BS report? No, I, I make my picks as late as possible. Oh, okay. Just to see injuries, weather. So you don't whatever. guess the lines. You just see what they are, and then I, I play along a bit, right. but wait till Thursday. Thursday, yeah. And then you place all your bets. 
Yeah, it just, it's just like a gut thing. I go really quick after having listened to all the pre-weekend radio shows, podcasts, whatever, that I just, I'm just feeling it. Boom, boom, boom. Take those picks, apply them to every pool I'm in, use the same ones across the board. Don't try to hedge and pick certain games differently and other ones. Just that, those are my picks. And since I've gone to that system, I've had very good luck. Don't want to fuck with it. No, you don't want to screw with that at all. So this Sunday, Super Bowl, Seattle, Denver. Seattle's going to win. Probably not a very exciting game. A lot, th- of, a lot of running. I think it'll be exciting. You think it'll be exciting? I think there'll be big defensive plays. That will be exciting. Nice spread of snacks. Yeah. Good friends. No girls. Football on the television. Yeah, we'll have the probably the American feed. Bruno Mars. For the commercials. See, that's the other thing about the Super Bowl is that, you know, like what what are these crazy commercials? That's almost as big deal as the actual game to some people is the Super Bowl commercials. Not like, for me. No, I, of course not for you. But uh so I hate you I don't know if I've ever thought I hate I literally hate commercials. I know you do. I hate when people say, Oh, did you see that funny commercial? It kills me. It's so funny. I well, who, who talks like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it your aunt or your grandma? I mean, it's, come on. I don't know. They're, I, I cannot respect commercials in any way. You don't like any commercials. The only <laughs> you'll appreciate this. The only commercial in recent memory that I have genuinely laughed at is the new Martin Short commercial when he's the referee with the <laughs> playing hockey with, the, with yeah. the cross eyes. That I actually it reminds me of half wits from SCTV. <laughs> oh, and excellent. I, yeah. I laugh at that every time I see it. So eating a bit of It's uh, a funny commercial. Eating a bit of foot on that one, but I like it. Even when you were younger and the Budweiser guys and the Wazab, <laughs> you didn't think that was funny? No. Wow. Do you Although have I've gotten, a sense of humor? I've do, gotten, you have, do you have a soul? I've gotten more crabby in the past 10 years probably. I, I tolerate less. Right. So maybe I did get a chuckle. It was up. I don't think so. Though. None, none of the Super Bowl commercials last year. You know, with Do, that, I don't remember a single one. The ugly nerd making out with that hot model. Oh, I really hated that commercial. You hated it. That offends me. That if, offends you. Yeah. Why? Because it's saying this guy is such a loser, such a piece of shit. Look how ugly he is. Right. This commercial is only interesting because this fucking ugly loser could never actually make out with this beautiful woman. But he is. It, I it, that. What that commercial is getting at really bothers me. <laughs> you look visibly upset right now. That commercial offends me <laughs> deeply. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> <laughs> three laughs in one day. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. You look visibly upset. Well, I had block that commercial out of my memory until you brought it back up. So maybe I am a little upset. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Don't you get a little excited about uh, like the summer blockbusters that throw out their trailers during no, the game? Not at all. No? I know what the summer blockbusters are. I know which ones I'm looking forward to. Do you have any predictions on which films you're going to have? Early trailers? Mm, I don't know. I've Transformers? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that one for sure I've heard. Uh, maybe Interstellar, I hope. 
That is the one with Dennis Quaid and Martin Short. <laughs> that's Inner Space. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, that's the new Christopher Nolan film. Oh, right, which right, I'm very right. excited for. Oh. Of course well, you are. Other than that, I commercials is usually one of three things. Get more whack, get more wings, go to the bathroom. There's going to be a lot of commercials. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of whack <laughs> and wings. wings. So what, what snacks are you providing? None. None? No. This, is this thing fully catered when you get For there? For the most part. We used to do potluck, and there was just too much stuff. So I don't think I'm bringing anything. We, uh, my one buddy usually makes a, an excellent buffalo dip, oh, which yes. you've provided. Uh, yep. It's very similar to the one. Yep. You, and I could just crush that shit all day. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so good. Um, to the party that I'm going to, I'm bringing buffalo chicken meatballs. Hmm. That sounds pretty good. It's outstanding. It's exactly what it sounds like. Hmm. Chicken meatballs in buffalo wing sauce. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. And it's, what goes in the meatball? Hmm? What goes in the meatball? Oh, like chicken, uh, obviously ground chicken, onion salt, garlic powder, breadcrumbs. Hmm. Basic meatball. Okay. No, you, you don't want it to be too Italian tasting, like with oregano and shit like that, but uh, just like a nice piece of seasoned chicken with buffalo sauce. No bones. Do you drizzle it in blue cheese? Oh, stuff? yeah. There's a dip. <laughs> There's a blue cheese dip. I can see it on a sub bun with a little oh, yeah. drizzle of blue cheese. Toasted bun? No. No. Not okay. a fan of the toasted bun on no? anything. No. You must hate Quiznos. Because they toast everything. Yeah. Good call. I do hate <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I even, especially hamburger. Uh, I've had nightmarish experiences with toasted buns at barbecues. You know, you get your bun toasted. Right. Comes back half black. Right. I'm just, I'll take a you don't, non-toasted you don't. bun, please. From now on, I'm just. Half black. You, I know what I'm getting. You hate everything black. No. <laughs> just, it was burnt to a, I, this one event in particular the bun was charred <laughs> and, you know, that's disappointing all you, you know? can eat all you can taste when you're biting into that burger which should be a delicious burger right is carbon but do you black, like do you like toast carbon yeah lightly toasted lightly toasted yeah. but i can control it that's the difference when right. you're at a barbecue you can't control anything yeah, exactly you just and take what they give you wherever you are when you're ordering a toasted bun you don't know what they think toasted means. That's true. Or at least Quiznos. This is why I don't mind Quiznos. It's so consistent. Right. You know the level of toast. Sure. Sure. Where not everywhere that's the case. That's, 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 a, that's a fine argument. Yes. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not okay with how much you hate that commercial, but you know. So, so really, so every time there's commercials, you just, you just tune out? Oh, or you just I'm sure I, I see a few. I right. just resent commercials in general. And you just I'm very s- happy for DVR and fast-forwarding commercials and never having to watch them. Do you scream, fuck you, at the TV during commercial no, breaks? No, no, I'll find something else to do. So, But you're going to have to watch these commercials. I can watch them. It's not that bad. I don't have to, I don't have to leave the you don't room. Have to get I'm out. capable of viewing a commercial. Oh, okay, all right. I just uh, don't give a fuck, really. Fair enough. All right, so moving on, um, just to touch on the NBA a little, the Lakers are terrible. Yeah. They're really bad. Probably going to get first pick overall. 
Which would might be a blessing. Which would rock my core. Kobe is hurt even more than they thought he was. He's really? Got a broken bone for sure now. Hmm. Um, they're saying at least six weeks. Might not even be able to participate in the All-Star, All-Star game that he was voted into. I would assume not. That's good. Yeah. He will sit out the whole season, I think. Probably. And he probably should. Mm-hmm. So he can come back stronger with all the new talent they're bringing in so they can uh, win his sixth NBA championship. Potentially. You'd be very upset. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of but on the, on the, in brighter in better news, Anthony Davis is back. Not tonight. I was just reading a headline. He's out tonight with a hurt, injured finger. He's out tonight. He just came back. Yeah, no, he, he's been playing for a while. He played last night, but he's out tonight. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. And my favorite player, Ryan Anderson. I don't know if you saw when he hit heads with I Gerald did see Law. that. I was watching that game. Just And time stopped. It was the worst. <laughs> and nobody's blaming Gerald Wallace. He's running around like an idiot. Yeah, that's what Gerald Wallace does. He's like, oh, nobody meant to hurt anybody. I don't care. Control yourself, man. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you feel about how the NBA season is progressing? No, it's it's pretty good actually. Yeah, I I did pick up League Pass. I don't know if I said that on. No, you, you yeah. hadn't decided yet. Yeah, I have it now. Good. So obviously, as soon as I got it, Pelicans went about an eight game losing streak. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. Not predestined at all. No, but at uh, all. they've been kind of riddled with injuries lately, so they're starting to get their guys back and putting a few wins together. I just hope most of the teams there when I go to the game in Toronto, and I don't. They're in a position where if they finish in the bot, if they get one of the top five draft picks, which they traded away, it's protected. Right. So if they really tanked and got one of the top five picks, they could keep it. So if they got sixth, then no. Yeah, it would go to Philly. Right. So I don't know. Obviously, what I'm expecting to happen is they will get probably. Somewhere in the 6 to 10 range. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't see how it couldn't be. Because there are, there are some really bad teams. They're, they're, they're not a great team, but they're not completely horrible. Yeah. You know, they're – what, they, what are they in? 14th or 12th? 10th now. 10th now? Yes. Okay, yeah. So they're, they're just outside of the playoffs. So they – when the injuries were happening, it was looking like the, the downward slide was – Start and then they just kind of turn it around. So we'll see. Do you have something to look forward to? If they made the playoffs, I would lose my mind. So would I. <laughs> and I would really lose my mind when they played Oklahoma City in the first round, and Oklahoma City got every call. Yeah, that, you, you'd be an angry guy. Oh yes, we probably would have to skip a show. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. They get more calls. They're the new Lakers. Actually, that would be a good show. Is if if. To watch a Pelicans game in the playoffs and <laughs> against the, the Thunder, yeah, and just observe and talk and or just listen to you scream, that. yeah. I I wouldn't hold back. No, you would but not. They Kevin Durant gets so many calls. Serge Ibaka, oh, he's hacking like crazy. Never gets called for anything. I hate watching the Thunder now. Those games suck. <laughs> they get every fucking call. It drives me nuts. They're like the old Heat. No, they're like every year Lakers except this year. They're like the old Heat. (laughs) (laughs) 
So are you happy with your early season prediction of the Heat winning the championship? I thought I picked OKC. To beat the Heat in the final. Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. What you did. I'm pretty sure I picked Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. oh, I thought I picked Oklahoma City over Brooklyn. You might have. That's even worse. And I still will stand by that. Yeah. Brooklyn's on a tear, bud. They're coming back. I picked the Pacers to win. They're pa- looking good. Yeah. They get a lot of calls, too. I picked them to beat the Spurs. And the Spurs are good, but against like the best teams in the league, they haven't beat anybody. Yeah. So. OKC is tearing it up without Westbrook. So Yes. Is Westbrook back? I don't even Not yet. No. I don't like watching that team. I avoid them. That's okay. But uh, Raptors on a tear, too. I don't give a shit about the Raptors. I do. Although, we're going to talk a little bit about mascots. Okay. And uh, the Raptors mascot, uh, I didn't even know this, but at the beginning of the year, he tore his Achilles. Yeah, and he is, whoever does that mascot has won awards yeah. annually a few times for being the best mascot. And he's out. He's yeah. out for the year. Yeah. Tore his Achilles. Not at a game, though. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. He was roughhousing or something. But uh, so the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so last time, or might have been the episode before, we were talking about mascots. We talked about Pierre the Pelican. Mm-hmm. Who the Pelicans have now announced they are reconfiguring. Redesigning his head. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a little frightening. Yes. Two small children. I guess. You know. But uh, but they're sticking with Pierre the Pelican. Um, um, but there was another mascot in New Orleans. Did you know about this? I had not seen this until it was pointed out to me. King Cake Baby. Now, we're going to put uh, a, a link to a picture of this with the podcast. I'm going to describe what it is. Okay, it's... It's a like uh To be fair, I don't think it was their mascot. Right. It was for yes. an av- a company advertising it. It uh it looks like think of the shape of a sausage, okay? <laughs> Upright. Now put a diaper on the one end with the two human legs sticking on the bottom, and on the top of it, put a giant plastic scary baby head with a crown with uh, like two teeth. All right, and then give him a bib that says "I love King Cake," and give him a scooter, <laughs> and that is King Cake Baby. I am a fan. It's a mascot, one of three seasonal mascots that the Hornets used to roll out during Mardi Gras. Yeah, now it makes sense to me. Even Pierre the Pelican. I don't know why it took me this long to realize it. That is the design of the the heads in the Mardi Gras parades. That's the art style. Yes. That's why they went with that. It's New Orleans iconic kind of stuff. That's the way all those heads are designed in the Mardi Gras parade. So where I see the scariness, I don't I, I'm surprised more people don't see that angle with it. That that there is a reason behind those designs. It's not this is what they thought would look really appealing right. and no, get, <laughs> I mean but it's it's described as a cross between Chucky and an enormous child from Spirited Away. <laughs> <laughs> that Spirited Away yes. is a really good uh, comparison yes. or an analogy. Well, I, I'm maybe I'm biased, but I like King Cake Baby. You should you should really <laughs> consider going down to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. But unfortunately, they're on the road for a lot of it. Well, exactly, and. 
But they do host the Knicks on the 19th and the Clippers on the 24th. So you should go down there and, and, See, hope, I that, wa- and hope that King Cake Baby makes a surprise comeback appearance well, like I, gold dust. <laughs> I always look for a potential stretch of home games. And unfortunately, the best one was this starting this Saturday. They play the 1st, 4th, 7th, and ninth. So like a week I could see four games. But it's Super Bowl weekend. And then I have other obligations next weekend. So it, more obligations. Yeah, and the best thing was, I I wouldn't want to go at Mardi Gras. I'd rather go then because everything's cheaper. Nobody, there's not a lot of competition for seats. Maybe get some of those fifty dollar court sides or whatever it takes. See a game court side. That's what it's got to be. Go when no one wants to go to the games, and I reap the benefits. And bring your king cake baby bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I'll look those up on eBay. See if there are any bobbleheads. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's and, and, and I'm not just trying to be funny. This thing is fucking terrifying to look at. Like if I saw this thing coming along on a scooter, I would defecate in my pants. It's very, very frightening. There are there's a king cake baby type bobblehead, but doesn't look that much like the mascot is it nightmarish no no just weird (laughs) weird in its own way (laughs) so uh let's see so uh moving on we here at uh the ball junk podcast you know like uh we talk about everything balls and normally it's usually about balls in in reference to sporting balls basketballs footballs baseballs tennis balls bowling balls whatever i was passed a a, a story by a, a a listener and and a fan of the show um steve francis a friend of mine as well and uh he suggested this story be a part of the next ball junk uh okay. podcast so i'm just going to Give you the the story here. Uh, this happened very recently. Uh, Monday morning at ten thirty a.m., thirty four year old Vincent Wade of uh, Pensalkin, New Jersey, seemed to be feeling pretty good. According to police, Wade crashed his car into the Crown Fried Chicken at Fifth and Lahaye in North Philadelphia and then disrobed. I heard about that. <laughs> An onlooker shot the video, which captures what Wade does next. He was charged with a, a DUI. Now, what did he do? He, he completely disrobed his pants around his ankles and began to feverishly play with his penis, his scrotum, and open his ass cheeks <laughs> in the middle of an intersection for no particular reason. So he was charged with a DUI. Why he wasn't charged with a decent exposure of public lewdness is anybody's guess, but he wasn't. So if you have an opportunity, you got to check out this video. Yeah, there, I'm pretty, there is video, right? There is yeah. clear video I haven't of this seen guy doing yet. this. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I'll have to check it out. So for those, maybe a, those maybe that complain that we don't talk about much about actual balls, boom, there you go. So I think it's a good time to... Uh, Let's go around the world. Let's go around the world, all around the world, with a little bit of balls on the side. So, continuing the the ball story, 
I don't know if you noticed uh, or heard, um, we talked a little while, uh, a few episodes ago, about Gareth Bale, who was a, a transfer uh, soccer player. And uh, like the this one newspaper paid an enormous amount of dollars yep. just to get the scoop on his physical. There was a game, uh, Real Madrid, uh, this past weekend. Uh, they were playing uh, Granada. And in the win, Gareth Bale got kicked in the nuts rather unpleasantly. So, um, and I know he was ruled out of their next game against Copa del Rey, which is quarterfinal second leg match, uh, with Espanol on Tuesday. <laughs> They're saying it's, he's suffering from a leg injury rather than any ill effects from his clash this past Saturday. And the quote from the coach, he doesn't have a problem with his genitals. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a double whammy. That's, it is. That's balls and sports. Yeah, so it fits exactly into what uh, what we're trying to bring to you. So doesn't right. have any problems with his genitals. Thanks, coach. I'm glad he doesn't. He's yeah. a good player. <laughs> and those cleats, man, they can hurt. If you get kicked, now like, is that what it was? Was it right a cleat job or well, was it just the top cleat, of the foot? Probably just the top. I don't think it was like a stomp or yeah. the guy gave him a gas pedal or something <laughs> like that, which it would be horrible with cleats. Jesus, do you know what a gas pedal oh, is? Yeah. Oh, ever had that done to you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I have. Oh, I've done it to somebody else. I've never had it done to me though. I can't remember. I've I know I've witnessed them. I can't. Oh. I'm assuming it's been done to me. I don't remember. Should I explain what a gas pedal is? Sure. Basically, if you got your your foe is lying on the ground, you grab his legs and you hold him by the ankles, and then you stick your foot. And his crotch, and you press down and pull on the legs like you're pressing a gas pedal. Yeah, if if you you crush the person's. I've heard it more where you aim a bit more for the ass. Oh, okay. And you, it's called a chocolate factory. (laughs) (laughs) I, I've seen a few chocolate factories. (laughs) Why is it called the chocolate factory? I assume it's you're almost (laughs) sticking your foot up their ass and. Chocolate is in there. <laughs> it's pretty good. I've witnessed a few chocolate. Oh, oh man, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google chocolate factory <laughs> I, on I think, YouTube. Maybe I think a friend of mine actually made it up. I had never heard of it anywhere in my life, <laughs> except within the context of my own group of friends. Ah. Uh, Good times. <laughs> the chocolate factor. <laughs> He's losing it. I love it. Oh, oh man. That's pretty good. <laughs> chocolate factor. Oh. Alright, did you watch any of the Australian Open? Not much at all. No? No. Not, not the big tennis guy? I am. I w- a lot of it was on late at night, right? Or, no, yeah, it's yeah, in I, Australia. Uh for whatever reason, I I think it bothered me that everyone was talking about Eugenie Bouchard, and that just kind of okay. I don't I don't want to get caught up in this. First Canadian ever to make it to a Grand Slam semifinal singles player. Yeah. yeah, she she lost. She did lose in the semifinal. Dulina. And then I oh I remember I watched the highlights for the big game that she the match she won right. And then I 
during the highlights, they barely even talked about it on TSN. The other girl clearly got injured. Right. At the beginning of the match. Yes. She was winning, got injured, and then just kind of phoned it in for the rest of the match. Yeah. I don't think a big enough deal was made about that. I think they made an even bigger th- story about how they talked to her after the match and asked her about what her ideal date would be, which is kind of a weird question to ask a tennis player after they won a match. What did she say? Justin Bieber. Really? Yeah. That was pre-Bieber uh, yeah, gate. Yeah. Right? Well, because they're the same age, so I guess. Both Canadian. Yeah. Mm. She's 19 or something, so. Teenager. You know, that's okay. Stupid. <laughs> so uh, the winner of the men's Australian Open was not uh, Nadal. It was a guy named uh, Stanislas Rawinka. Um, I think Nadal got hurt in the match too, so that's probably why this guy won anyway. Uh, so there's a huge controversy between Switzerland and Germany over this guy. Did you hear about this? Like who owns him essentially? Yeah. Well, so there was a, a German newspaper that uh, uh, came out and they said that, uh, what was the, the title? Was The German Tennis Sensation. I had his picture on it. He was on the front page of a German paper. Well, the uh, Swiss counterparts are saying that they're stealing him um, because. Uh, <laughs> and now these guys got really, really serious about. Uh, about this Rowinka guy, because not only did uh, the Swiss, you know, they pretty much put out the same thing, saying he's he's actually Swiss. So the the Germans said, "Well, we did it because he holds dual nationality," which may be true. Um, a different Switzerland newspaper came back and said that this guy's great grandfather, uh, although he. Re- acquired a German passport, only lived in Germany for a short time after fleeing Czechoslovakia in 1946. And this guy was born outside of Germany, doesn't speak German, and was classed as a Swiss tennis player by the ATP. So, like, this newspaper got got really upset (laughs) that a, a German newspaper said this guy was German. Now, that's a lot of digging and work. Yeah, and I guess technically... They do show the flags in a lot of yes. l- rankings and leaderboards, and you never see a duel. No. So, no. So, uh, and everybody always thought you got to pick your country. I mean, so Germany, still up to their old tricks. Switzerland, maybe not so neutral. Yeah. Crazy. So we got a couple of uh, uh, weird sports around the world. You've... Uh, You've heard of uh, handball, right? Yep. And volleyball and uh, some other sports. Have you ever heard of fistball? No. <laughs> fistball is a real thing, and it's actually featured in the world games. Like I'd, I'd never heard of fistball before. Is it handball essentially with a closed fist instead of an open fist? Well, you can punch the ball, and you can actually hit it with your forearm as well. But it's a, there's a net similar to... Uh, volleyball from these photos that i'm looking at but uh you can pass the ball and uh the ball can be contacted up to three times and bounces are allowed and there are five players on each side it can be played indoors and outdoors fist ball so it's very similar to volleyball it's very similar <laughs> to volleyball uh european game 
And uh, they, yeah, they try to hit the ball over net. There's women's and men's leagues. There's championships. And uh, uh, Germany, Brazil, and uh, Austria are all over the championships. Like in, in the World Games. All right. This is, uh, this is the men's world championships of fistball since 1968. Only three times a non-German team won gold. <laughs> You got a thing with Germany this this uh, episode. Yeah. You going after the Germans? I wouldn't advise it. And in the three years they didn't win, they got silver twice and bronze once. Who won those years? Brazil twice and Austria once. It's like a three-country world domination of fistball. And, you know, when I first read about fistball, started giggling because, you know, it's it's funny. It doesn't. I, it didn't make me think of volleyball. I thought of fists. Made and you think balls. of fisting. Fisting, and then <laughs> things having to do with balls. Yeah, crazy. Fistball. The Germans just coming up with crazy sports. It's the next big thing. It is the next big thing. Um, actually, what the next big thing is, is, uh, is a combination of brains and brawn. Can you guess what those two things are? You mean like what it equals brains and brawn? Give me a sport that involves brains and brawn. Uh, Some form of physical chess or checkers. Boom. You, sir, are amazing. The World Chess Boxing Organization. There you go. Chess and boxing. I think it was watching Harry Potter one recently where it's Wizard's Chess, which is combative. That's crazy that you were able to guess... A chess or checkers hybrid. Like, like that's crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of it. I just, I'm impressed. Thanks. Maybe chess I boxing. W- maybe I will predict the Super Bowl right on the nose. All right. So maybe chess- I'm in the zone. Maybe I should go bet right now. Chess boxing. Hybrid sport combines chess with boxing in alternating rounds. Guess how many rounds there are in each game, each match. So is each match when two pieces are... Basically, they play a round of chess, and then they go into the ring and box for a round. Oh, see, I pictured it when you're trying to take a piece. Those, It's actually 12 guys on a chessboard. Oh, I see. No. no and when it, you go to take a piece, you fight, and there's no, advantages to what type you, of piece you You play you chess for a time limit. And then you go into the boxing ring and you box for a time limit. Oh, okay. And, and then I, you get a rest break and you change and you go back and you play chess. And I thought that you'd like make your best boxer the queen no. or the king. No, no. No, okay. No. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How many rounds yeah. per mm, three? 11 rounds. Well, yeah. Six rounds of chess each three minutes long. Oh, okay. I was guessing something And else. then five rounds of boxing which are at least three-minute rounds, or four minutes if it's amateur rules. <laughs> There's professional chess box. The match uh, begins with a chess round, which is followed by a boxing round. Rounds of chess and boxing alternate until the end of the match. One-minute break between each round, during which competitors cool out and change gear. <laughs> and rules of fast chess are used. And you've got 12 minutes to use for all of your chess moves. This is crazy. And they use a chess clock. And then they go box. We chess boxing. Play. Would I play it? We should play it. Oh, definitely. That's the next challenge. <laughs> chess, chess, chess boxing. Let's do it. I, I can play chess. I'm pretty good at it. I've never boxed before. 
I've neither ha- neither have I. I'm a weakling. <laughs> I really am. You would destroy me. Have you ever played chess? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Checkers. Uh oh yeah. Okay. It was lots of strange that you paused to think whether you played checkers before. <laughs> I played a video game form of checkers, not but last week. What about backgammon? I've played it once. I don't uh, remember how to play, no. but I'm interested in relearning. Ramoli's your game. Love it. <laughs> so a, a nice comedic trip around the world with some balls. Always fun. We talked real balls. To check out some balls. Around. You know, we we talked fist balls. We talked kicks to the balls, uh, playing with balls, and then uh, some no balls and chess boxing. Why well, you got to have balls to be a chess boxer? Yeah, and be pretty smart. <laughs> You got to be a genius. Probably the smartest guys in the world are chess boxers. Yeah, I would say so. So, do you know what time it is? Uh, Sack time? Sack time. You got uh, any questions for us? We love getting questions. We have a Gmail account. It's balljunkpodcast at Gmail. Send us your questions. If you want to ask us anything that you want to know about our experiences with sport or sports and what we like, what we don't like, what our opinions are about certain things, anything you want to ask us, we will do our best to uh, answer that question. If you have a question about life, we'll even answer that for you too. You might not want me to though. No. <laughs> because uh, we all know how you and, and women, if you have a question, <laughs> don't, don't direct it towards Frank. Oh, just don't direct it during the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's all. What if... Like the woman of your dreams sat next to you at a Super Bowl party and wanted to learn about the game. Would you take the time to talk to her or would you be like upset that she was there? Well, hypothetical, but impossible situation. Why is that? There never has in the last 10 years, nor will there be a girl at a Super Super Bowl party. Oh, I see. I see. (laughs) But hypothetically, it reminds me a bit of the... Goodwill Hunting. Right. Uh, Robin Williams' character who missed Game 6 of the World Series to meet his future wife. Right. And I always see that scene and I'm like, what an idiot. What a moron. <laughs> so you like, should have gone to that game. So like if uh, ScarJo came to the game and wanted to talk to you, you'd have nothing to do with her? Pro- uh, depends. ScarJo, maybe. Maybe. Is she, depends she what your, the score in the game is. Tops? Sure. Top ladies in Hollywood. I like ScarJo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, did you like ne- her- this will never happen. Right. Did you like her voice and her? Yeah, I did. Uh, quite a bit. I, you should say if it was the NBA Finals and the Pelicans were playing in that scenario, well, or if the Bills were in the Super Bowl, no, I would not take the time. You would not take the time to talk to Scarlett Johansson. If the Bills were in the Super Bowl and yeah. she started asking me during the Super Bowl. Yeah. How football works? Yes. No. No, I would not. This will never happen. I'm not even worried about. So I'm confident I will say no. But I'm 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 just I'm offering just a scenario, and you would still say no. Probably. Wow. I don't know until I'm there, but I'm guessing no. Crazy. Wow. You are very serious about this rule. <laughs> the Super Bowl is a big deal. Wow. Now, any any other, especially if she then said, "Oh, I'm a Bills fan," right? Clearly, and she didn't know the rules of football. Then I just wouldn't talk to her on principle. No, no, 
no. Fair enough. It's kind of like the nerd commercial. She thinks she has. <laughs> she thinks she's better than me. No. <laughs> she doesn't think she's better you're than you. I just realized what you're trying to do. What? You're trying to turn the nerd commercial, <laughs> whether you know it or not, into a real situation. <laughs> and I'm glad I stuck to my guns on that. Offensive. You offended me twice, sir. I was really hoping you would say, yeah, I would talk to because then I would just throw <laughs> that shit right back in your face. No. Although I wouldn't compare you to that guy in that commercial. No, me neither. But okay, maybe compared to ScarJo, the guy ScarJo. No, no, me as a. Oh, girl. I see. You're a handsome that guy. Oh, I beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Sack time once again. Balljunkpodcast at gmail dot com. Send us your questions. First one's from uh, Bob Phelan. What's up, guys? This one is uh, this is an old email. It was uh, sent after our last show. Okay. So he's uh, saying, hoping uh, the Dolphins can make the playoffs. Didn't happen. So we. He wanted uh, a realistic way for the Ravens. Oh, that's right. The Bills <sighs> fucked them hard in the well, game no. we were talking about prior. We were talking about that game on the last ball junk. Well, it was the, coming up that week. The Bills didn't fuck them, but the Dolphins fucked themselves because they also lost to the Jets, which right. was even worse. But the Bills didn't help, buddy. No. Bills, it, and the Bills dominated them. But it was the Jets Destroyed game that put, them. The, put them out. Sure. Just saying. But the Bills ruined them. Did all three teams finish 8-8? Eight eight? No, the Bills were... Jets finished 8-8. Eight and eight. Six the and 10, did. I think. Oh, six and 10. So they were the worst team in the division. Yeah. I'm okay with it. All right. So Bob said. uh, Thanks, Bob, for reminding me about that game. He had an idea for a segment. uh, Counting down the four major sports top five greatest achievements, like uh, DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak or Kyle Ripken's consecutive games played or rattle off a few of each. I think it's that's he said if it's not meaty enough for its own segment. I think that's a segment. Sure. I'm going to try to remember that. And we're going to come up with some lists. Uh, Um, You could even split. Or take one of the major sports over four episodes. Sure. Absolutely. Depending on what the focus is. Yes. And uh, another part of the question with GSP vacating his belt and Anderson Silva most likely not coming back. Uh, is the UFC in trouble with losing their two biggest stars? Yes. <laughs> they, they are. It's possible we could have uh, you know, some new fighters come up and take their place. But right now... I would say the UFC's biggest draw is Ronda Rousey. And uh, I'm not sure what that says about the UFC in general, but uh, um, she's their biggest draw right now. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, um, with how they do in the future. There's only one thing I know for sure about Ronda Rousey. She will not be at any of my Super Bowl parties. She does like football. Not invited. Okay. (laughs) What about the girls from the LFL? Lingerie Football League? Yeah. Absolutely not. They play football. Barely. You're not going to find a loophole. Cheerleaders? No. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, they wouldn't be welcome. They, they see football. It's a principle at this point. Do you think I'm now, after this hour and a half into right. the episode, I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Even on principle, I have to say no at this point. Right. 
What about Lotto's mother? <laughs> She's made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Acceptable. Well, she probably helps provide some of the food. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> uh, here's an email from Casper uh, Nielsen. Greetings from Denmark Ballers. This guy's a film junk fan. Yeah, big time. Uh, well, it's nice that he moved over from movies into sports. Some of them Welcome. Did. That's great. Uh, yeah, greetings from Denmark. As a European NFL fan, it's always a joy when a match in England is arranged. Part of that is because I'm European, and part of it is because it's something different. However, recently there's been talks of either expanding the number of games in Europe or outright expanding the NFL to include a European team. What are your guys' takes on this? Personally, I think the idea is garbage and hope nothing comes of it. A match once or twice a year is fine as special events, but trying to expand the franchise in this way seems unnecessary. Keep on balling. I would have to agree. I would agree as well. I even do not want them to expand to Canada. So, No teams in any other country but the United States. That's the way I'd like to keep it. How do you feel about games being played outside of the United States? I'm not crazy about it. Kind of the same way I feel every time Buffalo plays in Toronto. That's a home game. Doesn't really feel like a home game, so it's a disadvantage, I'd say. So when against all, when all the money makers in Toronto get together with John Bon Jovi and they buy the bills and move to Toronto, are you going to flip out? I may shift allegiances. Really? Once again, if they move the bills to Toronto, I may have to change teams to the Toronto Bills. I've de- if I did, I think I would switch to the Cleveland Browns. You wouldn't go back to the Raiders? No, I th- I think I'd go to the Browns and try to go. It's only th- three, three and a half hours away. Maybe try to go to some Browns games and tailgate proper. They have a nice nice new stadium. Yeah, I've never been. like to. Rock Roll Hall of Fame? Not that impressive. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's okay. What do you like about it? It's kind of boring. I've been there a couple of times. You don't like the rock music? I do. I just... I think I need to be older and the bands that I like get incorporated more. Fair enough. You are a youngster. Thank you. You're not that young. No. Uh, Here's an email from Samuel Bass. Sam Bass. That sounds like like a wrestler name. Sam Bass. Outlaw Ron Bass. He was a wrestler. Isn't like Rankin Bass, isn't that Samuel Bass? You know, Rudolph, the... That would be amazing if uh, he wrote us an email. Well, I think that the guy's dead, but I'm pretty oh. sure. I got to double check this. Yeah. It's uh, Bob Rankin? No. Jules Bass. Jules Bass. Good name, though. Yeah, Jules. And what's Rankin's first name? Stan? Arthur. Arthur. Jules Bass. All right. So what do you guys think about the idea of the NFL eliminating extra points? I'm not so sure about it, but I can see why they'd want to make it more interesting. The best idea I've heard is that the team can attempt the extra point from anywhere they want, but when they do, they have to kick off from the same spot. I don't see how that makes any sense. The reverse, I think. Oh, the reverse. Right. I like that. That's an interesting uh, little wrinkle. Why don't they just get rid of the kick of the extra point altogether and just make the extra point... How the two point conversion is, and just eliminate both. 
So you actually mm-hmm. have to get the ball in the end zone again for the extra point. Yeah, maybe. I, I'm not totally against that. Uh, my biggest problem is more just kickoffs now. So many of them are non-returned. Right. I'm almost to the point where I'd rather they just give them the ball to 20 and avoid two television timeouts and all that garbage. Do you think they should uh, adopt the XFL rules and uh, say that uh, no kick can be a... Uh, I, I would like that, yeah. but they're clearly not going in that direction. Too many people get hurt. Yeah. Oh, XFL. Y- yeah, I think the, the single point is uh, terrible. It's I boring. It's, it's fine. There's nothing better than when someone misses the single but, point. Uh, it's so like easy. Five times out of 1,200 but, this but those are this amazing moments. Amazing moments. Especially when it's that one, uh, I think it was Jacksonville, New Orleans game, when they had a ridiculous play right. to potentially tie the yes. game and miss the extra point. I think it was John Carney. I can't remember. <laughs> but that, that, was, that was awesome. All right. Here's an uh, email from Kassan. One word, one name. Another film junker. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, once again, to the fabulous ones of Gorgeous Greg and Fun Boy Frank. <laughs> fabulous ones. Great tag team from the uh, 70s and early 80s. Mm-hmm. Steve Kern, who was a member of the Fabulous Ones, went on to become, uh, in the uh, late 80s, he was a character in WWF called Skinner. He was like uh, from the Louisiana Bayou. Yeah, he was like a reptile hunter or something. When like that. what era was this? This was in the eighties. Really, I gotta yeah. see if I remember this guy. Skinner. Oh yeah, this guy's amazing. Now, do you remember him? <laughs> How do, was he short lived? Pretty short lived. Yeah, I mean, who, he still. Who works. else was this guy? This guy was another wrestler too, wasn't he? He might have been. Isn't this Hercules? No, no. He looks like no, Hercules. No. Different guy. He looks a lot like Hercules. <laughs> Hercules Hernandez. Yeah. Cool. Before he dropped the last name. Oh, Hercules was his real name? No, but Hercules Hernandez oh, was his the character name. Okay, wrestling sorry, name. I thought it... Then he dropped the Hernandez. What a fitting name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty sure you guys are going to talk about Richard Sherman's promo at the end of the Seahawks 49ers game, which was absolutely terrible for those ref calls. Well, there's been bad ref calls a lot. I don't get that. No. Anyways, the big joke is that the NFL really stands for the no fun league. How far do you think the rules and regulations of players acting out or having fun will go? Not just for the NFL, but all the major sports in general. I guess they're talking about taunting and things like that. Yeah, I guess. Did he ever get fined for that? I don't. He did. Do you know how much? Uh, 50? No. It was less than 10. Yeah. I'd take that hit. I I, I, I can't disagree. It's getting... A little uh, vanilla, let's say. You think so? Yeah. It's um, all sports are though. Everyone's friends. Yeah. There's no rivalries anymore. There's a lot more. It's a lot more strict in the NCAA for taunting and stuff. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm for more taunting and stuff like that. I I don't care. I just wish more teams. I don't even care about taunting. I wish teams still hated each other, and you could. Sense it. Watch well, it's, it's it's competition, right? And I think uh, it's not just watered down in professional sports and college sports, but but it's watered down everywhere. Like when you when you hear about uh, like those uh, little league uh, games where everybody gets a trophy, 
you know, or everybody gets a, a, a ribbon or something like that, and there are no losers, and everybody's a winner. That garbage has got to stop. Yeah, I, even when I coached Little League, I to me it was more about everyone plays, not necessarily I just think everyone I, wins. I just think kids get coddled way too much now, yeah. and they need to experience what it's like to lose sure, and to live your life and not think everything should be fucking handed to you and everything is roses because you know what? Everything is not fucking roses in the real world. Everything is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, pretty yeah, soon, to- not not only are, is everybody going to have a trophy, but pretty soon, girls are going to be watching the Super Bowl <laughs> at Super Bowl parties. And what's going to happen then, Frank? Uh, they can ha- they can there can be other parties. Oh, so they, they can my- have their own parties, no, or there can be parties with guys and girls together. <laughs> Just not one I'm going to. <laughs> so you would refuse to go? I'd find my own Super Bowl party. You'd throw your, throw your own. Yeah. I mean, they could get to that eventually anyway. just I'd show up. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring sit, some whack. Sit at home by myself. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? It's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> it's very clean in here. I haven't left my house <laughs> <laughs> in four fucking days. You're a hermit. Uh, that's pretty funny. And uh, last one. Uh, long time, regular listener, long time, all six episodes, five episodes, Stephen Carpenter from Kansas City, or outside of Kansas City. He actually explains that. Uh, greetings, Frankie and Greg. I'm sure you've already talked about this while recapping the NFL playoffs, but how shocked were you guys to see my Kansas City Chiefs blow a 28-point lead to the Colts in Indy? Shocked? Yeah, I'm sure he was crushed. I actually thought of Stephen Carpenter while that was happening. Me too. Uh... I really wanted Kansas City to win. Yeah. And they just got so many injuries that game. It was insane. Especially when uh, Brandon Flowers went out. I Jamal Charles. Got a feeling, yeah, those two were the huge ones. But to not be able to stop these somewhat average receivers or at least put Flowers on T.Y. Hilton yeah. definitely hurt them. So I love Andy Reid. As he's my favorite fat guy coach. So Of course. Sucked. He mismanaged the end of that game completely, too. More so. so than Stan Van Gundy? Yeah. Wow. I'm a Jeff Van Gundy guy. Oh, okay. If I could pick any coach for the Pelicans, I'd pick Jeff Van Gundy. Over Phil Jackson. Over anyone. <laughs> you have a mental deficiency. 11 rings. Yeah. With always the best players. So. <laughs> not it's not impressed. his fault. Well, he got hired. I would love to once see him coach a shit team and see how it goes. He did, and they lost in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> what team lost in the finals? That was shit. The team with uh, Kobe and Kobe, Shaq. Shaq. And yeah, that Gary team Payton, sucks. Gary Payton and Carl Malone. Yeah, what a terrible team. They were awful. Guess he's not the best coach, eh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, even with that enormous lead, uh, I was still nervous as a Chiefs fan since we haven't won a playoff game since 1994. And of course, we ended up losing the game. I was absolutely devastated, as you might imagine. So do you think this was one of the biggest playoff choke jobs in NFL history? I think it certainly has to be up there. Yeah, technically, number two. Yeah. So. You would be correct. Can't argue. It was a pretty huge choke job. It sucks. What can you do? Next to the, was it the Music City Miracle? No. No? Come on now. 
Not the, that's no. uncalled for. <laughs> no, the Bills beat. Well, the, the Bills coming back against Houston. With a with quarterback Frank named Frank. Frank Reich. The Reich stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. No, the Music City Miracle was just an amazing turnaround. Fin- finale of the game. Please don't. Amazing. What? Let's just move on. Was that against the Bills too? I, you're lucky I I didn't like the Bills that much then. It does, I can't pretend like that that game ripped my heart out of my chest like it did for a lot of Bills fans. Was that a forward pass? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, again. Kind of. <laughs> Steven continues with, I was also curious to hear stories of your team's big losses and important games that you had uh, that had you devastated with the result. Well, the Super Bowl with the Raiders, for sure. Uh, the other huge one, not that it was that important of a game, but the Hornets losing by the biggest amount ever in the playoffs to Denver and getting beat, I think it was something like 123 to... 65 that was a rough day i bet was not happy that day that would have been an episode if we recorded during that yeah i would have to say that the lakers loss that kept them from winning their fourth straight championship was was pretty devastating i wish you were saying it was the time when (laughs) boston beat them again in game seven after kobe went four for 30 but unfortunately, he had a good fourth quarter. He had a great fourth quarter. But then they won the two championships after yeah, that, so yay. it's okay. <laughs> what? No. I'm just, just stating a fact. That's true. I would say in recent memory, one of the most uh, heartbreaking losses was uh, not this past, but the season before last with the the uh, Orioles in the playoffs with uh, against the Yankees. And the, yeah. Uh, the two home runs by uh, Raul Abanez. That was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, good call. So, and uh, one last thing. On the last show, I emailed you guys and wanted, wanted uh, and you wanted to know what part of the KC area I lived in. Did we want to know that? Or we were just... I was maybe speculating whether he was Kansas City, Kansas, or... Oh, right, Missouri. right, right. Uh, he lives in Independence, Missouri, which is just east of Kansas City, Missouri, it's a suburb of KC and the fourth largest city in the state of Missouri. The city is famous for being the hometown of President Harry S. Truman, who you may remember decided to drop the atomic bomb on Japan during <laughs> World War II. That's a fun fact. There you go. That's very informative. Uh, thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. That's pretty good. <laughs> so uh, another episode in the can. Absolutely. Episode six is now done. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dirty Frank, three R's and dirty. Follow me at The Gas Man Lives or follow our new show Twitter account at Ball Junk Podcast, where uh, we'll be tweeting out uh, sports stories and sports information that uh, we think you should know about. So Absolutely. Follow all three of them on Twitter. Let's get those uh, followers up. Do the retweets and get the get the show out there, uh, outside of the film junk universe. You know, like we're very uh, appreciative of all the people that uh, listen to our show that uh, that uh, came over just because they they like listening to us from the from the movie podcast. But we want to build it outside of that universe and form the ball junk universe. 
Get us out there. Tell your friends. Download us on iTunes. Subscribe to our show. I don't even care if you listen to it or not. Subscribe <laughs> is the key word. And don't forget to send us uh, your uh, questions to our uh, sack time feature. And once again, that's uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Frank, you got anything else to say? Nope. Just let us know maybe what your predictions are for the Super Bowl. Do that. See who's right, who's wrong. We'll have a fake contest with no prize in and the then, comments. Or we'll, we'll send you a leftover whack. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any leftover, which I highly doubt. So when's, when's our next show? Are we going to do a post-Super Bowl show or do we want to wait until? Um, uh, we'll have to see. Maybe Olympics, right, All-Star yes. Games, something around there. Post-Olympics and All-Star Game? Yeah, something around then. So towards the end of February? Yeah. About a month or so? Maybe we'll uh, we'll come up with some uh, cool features. Yeah, and, uh, if you have any suggestions, let us know too. Um, so I guess uh, we're not going to be able to do any Olympic medal predictions because our next show won't be till after the Olympics. Yeah, I guess. Or we can maybe tweet them out. Or I think Russia's going to win a lot. Just give some thoughts, yeah. Because the Russian mafia in Sochi are going to terrify all the other athletes visiting hmm. and they're going to fail miserably. Interesting. I say USA all the way. Have you seen pictures of what Sochi is really like outside of the Olympic no. Village? I've heard. It's terrifying. I've heard it's the actual village, though, and the nice part of Sochi is it's wonderful. I've the heard most it's, expensive It's like a resort area. city in Russia. Yeah. It's My buddy who lives in Russia nice. was saying it's ridiculously expensive there. But uh, outside of that little area, it's like slums. I've seen photos. It's kind of sad. Every city has that. Welland. Hey. <laughs> the Rose City. And I live on Rose Avenue in the Rose City. Yeah, you do. I just realized that. No wonder it smells delightful in here. <laughs> there you go. I love living on the 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 quintessential Welland Street. All right. Well, thanks a lot for listening to uh, episode six of the Ball Junk Podcast. We'll see you for episode seven. It's going to be just like heaven. Ballin'. Balls. Awesome.